this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have Bizdira, Kit, Bria. Last week, the party wrapped up most of their pressing business on the Northern Island. Semyaza's body was burned to prevent resurrection, a few devils were culled, and Kit introduced a powerful new spell that's going to cut down on huge chunks of any future seasons by skipping past all the travel episodes. Woohoo! Their work is not yet done, however, and our adventurers need to decide what their next move is. Will they head back to TLR and take some R&R? Will they go back south to chat with the Oglorp again? Or is it just straight to the Central Island to confront the beast all on their lonesome? I don't know. Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Could you Hi. imagine? Could you imagine? If we just decided to go straight there. You said TLR for some R&R. And then you said the Southern Island, but you didn't make that rhyme. And I would appreciate if you could just do that. TLR for some R&R. The Southern Island for some m- mothering on uh, land. And oh God. <laughs> Central Island f- for the bench roll fliff. Island. Amazing, but you are you're better than that. Yeah, I know, I know. Here's the trouble with it, though. Like, am I rhyming with Southern and Central, or Southern Island and Central Island? Because the latter is much harder. I mean, I think as the poet, it really is up to you. You could Uh rhyme with all glorp, Mm -hmm. which maybe would be better. Maybe beast for the Central Island. There's there are tons of beast. possibilities in the poetry. Oh, now that I know, I can use the whatever words I want. I will. I will. I'll see what I can come up with. Okay. That's funny. Okay. You we'll you said R and R for TLR, but I actually associate R and R with the Eastern Island because wasn't that where we were going to put the spa, or at least Bria and Bizdira were going to no. start the spa. Our spa oh. was definitely going to be on the Eastern Island. That was the yeah. Eastern Island, I think. I thought it was outside of the... That's just a beach resort outside of the Burning Silfson? Mm-hmm. Uh. That's right. That's right. It was because ah. it's five o'clock somewhere was right. outside of Silfson. Yeah. But the, the, the yeah. actual r That's right. The spa itself is going to be on the Eastern Island. Got it. <laughs> yes. Sorry, you wanted Nightmare. to find out what we're doing next, and that's what it is, is we're building this spa. We're building the spa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, <laughs> we give up. <laughs> We've been through too much this this season. I think I think I we're know. done. Starting a spa <laughs> well, franchise instead. We deserve a spa day. Look, if anyone does, it is definitely you all for I, certain. I really need a spa day. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have a bit of work to do uh, before then. We are talking. Are we playing now? Should we? Do we want to? Are there things? I mean, we've got things to say and do, so maybe let's dive in. I was going to talk about the new book that I just started reading. But <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. My, so you guys know that I roll dice to figure out which book I'm going to read. Oh, oh I didn't and, know that. I, I thought like, you meant like, all in yeah. general, like, yeah, we all have to roll dice at no, some point. But doesn't, and everybody knows, like, this is how you make decisions in your real life. Like, you roll, I you, mean, you roll dice and you make it, it's all chance. Anyway, so I have five shelves and I roll a d10 and I roll d20 and I pick my book that way. And, and it is slightly a point of shame, but I'm starting. Fellowship of the Ring for the first time. Oh, oh point of shame. No need to be ashamed. No, no shame. Well, for it's that. more of a shame than because of how big of a influence it's had on my life. 
because it was the first date between me and my partner 10 years ago. So, the, or the watching movie the movie. Was. The movie, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Having a uh, movie marathon was. But, like, cute. And now I'm reading the book. For a split second, I thought you meant, like, you went to a bookstore with your partner and bought that book and only are just not reading it. And I was like, okay, there is a little bit of shame there, but I understand. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we watched the movies. I think that's great. I, You know, it is... Long, so so Godspeed. But I feel like you read pretty quickly. I do read pretty quickly. Yeah. My schedule, it, it always depends on my schedule, but I read sure. 30 books so far this year. I read 36 last year. It's all very exciting. Oh, I've all read right, three. Well. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference there. You're a mom. Uh-huh. So, you know, uh-huh. that's a, that's a big one. I think one. that's great. I'm excited for you. I look forward to hearing what you think of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tolkien is... A whole other beast, but it's entertaining, and you certainly have plenty to get through. I'm really hopeful because I read The Hobbit a few years ago, and I was not a fan. I I false started The Hobbit like four times throughout my yeah. life, and I finally read it. But I will say, like, uh, yeah, I get that. I read it I back just... in the sixth grade, and <laughs> I thought you were going to say the sixties. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> He is ageless. I, I'm ageless. Surprise. Is that what you said? I, I read it back in the sixth, sixth grade, and I definitely was proud that I read it. It was more of a sense mm-hmm. of like, look at what I did as like, you know. That's accomplishment. Right. It was an accomplishment, especially book. at that age. Because it's pretty, it's pretty dense. It's not as long, but it's, it's still dense, pretty dense. but it's not. Yeah. It's, and it's... I, but it's, I, I would say about at least a third of it went straight over my head. I think, you know. Uh, well. I read a, I have two things to say. One, I read a joke that was that The Hobbit is basically, this This is a very specific joke that's intended for maybe Karin, um, that The Hobbit is basically uh, a blogger and you have to read everything to get to the recipes because they talk about food so much and so you have to read like their whole story about how they got to it. That's actually great. That's um, very funny. The mm-hmm. other thing that that just triggered was, Alex, I've been meaning to text you. My daughter has been watching, they have this like animated Barbie series on Netflix, I think, which like, I was like, I don't know if I want her watching this. Like I, I'm pretty good about like, I'll watch like the first couple episodes with her of something just to see. Um, and it's kind of hilarious because they basically just have like Ken pop in at any given moment and he's got like some type of like fancy souffle or something like that and I swear to god I'm like is Alex recording this voice I'm gonna find a couple of clips and I'll send them to you because he just like pops in to save the day send me like a specific episode and I'll look it up and I wanna because I, <laughs> I do want to see that actually yes beach and he's like hey barbie and he's he's got his hands up and there's like a basket in each hand and he's like which uh which beach china did you want the casual or the fancy the beach china i i will someday own beach china so so it's it's kind of i'm kind of on board for it i appreciate them recognizing what it is they're doing (laughs) exactly i like it i like it (laughs) all right well Sniv is y'all's Ken. Uh, I don't know that he could make a souffle, but he certainly could. He would try. 
He would try. try. I feel right, like he exactly already has right. tried in however long we've been away. I feel like he, that's oh, one of no. his activities it's that he like tried and failed. Two days. He's going it's through. Been... He's in April of 2020. He's starting to bake. He's like <laughs> learning an instrument. <laughs> well, we should put him out of his poor little misery and let's hop in and, and get back to him so he doesn't ruin another souffle. Uh, here we go. Hello. Our. All right, so last we left you all, uh, you had made your way back to the sub, hung out with Sniv for a while, and Kit had introduced the concept of transport via plants. Uh, I I do think what I said in the intro was mostly true. Uh, I I think the big to-do list for the Northern Island is complete, and you all have done very well. You defeated Semyaza, you closed the portal to Cania, you deactivated uh, a second active node, leaving just the one in the south. Um, you all have, have done well, and the good news, the good slightly meta news, is that you've earned yourself a bit of time. You know what's coming eventually, if not exactly when. You know that you probably shouldn't try to beat what's coming on your own, but you all have done quite well and can make some preparations. Says who? I think we could do it. Yeah, I think we're ready. Sniv, take us to the central island. No, I'm okay, just kidding. Okay, let's go. I'm just kidding. Arr, as you wish, I can get us there very quickly so that we can play this disaster out right now. He appears out of like a pile of clothes that are just laying on about the Can we the have cabin. a dream episode about that where we all end up, we're all fighting the central island by ourselves? Yeah, that's this episode, didn't you know? Oh, great. The dream episode. Great. Cue music. <laughs> There was no music, was there? No, no, there wasn't. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's, I, you know, I, I uh, these t- sorts of episodes terrify me in some ways, but I, I hand it over to you all because I think this is just about next steps as we prepare for what is to come and, uh, and season nine. <laughs> well, I think first and foremost, I can't really remember if we talked about this in character on air. Yeah, I was, I wish we should preface this by saying like, we have talked a lot off the air, and I, I will do my best to remember what has actually been said in an episode and make sure that we speak it all aloud. But if anything is uh, seems that we have said something without any explanation, that's probably why. <laughs> well, first of all, we should get settled in the sub. Should we have a band practice? Aww. Yes. All together now? Celebratory? I think <laughs> all together now. I think I think this evening, because it's late in the day as we as we have established. Like it's pretty late in the day today. You've made it back to the sub. And I think an evening band practice as a sort of relaxation technique before what is undoubtedly the hustle and bustle of the next day sounds lovely if that's what you all want. I think that's great. Excellent. All right, y'all. I need charisma performance checks. Are they still a disadvantage? And we've had a long. No, I don't think so. Point. You all slept, slept, right? Oh, we slept. Yeah, mm-hmm. you long rested, and it's the portal is closed, so you're good. Flick, let's start with our bard. Sixteen. The flute. And are we up. on the grass or the flute? Oh, we're oh, on no, the flute. Very, okay, just making sure. No, no grass. Just sure There's we're not no throwback. Plant. We've been in a Cania 2.0 for days. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, the flute is warmed up and ready to go. Let's go down to the spoons. I mean, Bria. I crit. Yes. Wow. <laughs> there is a spoon solo at the top, like mm-hmm. an intro, like spoon riff that is face melting. Mm-hmm. Uh, banjo player, Brubizdira. Diddling, ding, 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 ding. 
That is a 21. Holy shit! Wowza! I mean, the melody rings out clear and pure. You're getting some twang. Which leaves us our singing druid or singing uh, singing Asimar or singing wolf? You know, let's keep it classic today. Let's go wolf. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Our singing wolf. How did we do? Surprising. Nobody. I have rolled the worst in the group, <laughs> but it's still not bad. It's a 12. Oh, oh holy shit! That's did still we, a success, right? Did we do it? Yeah. Yes, we did it. Y- yeah. Have we hit all the successes we need to do? That is four successful. I'm keeping track. It's the top of my sheets. Four successful band practices. We need to get to five. You do. You need to get to five so and you will all have proficiency in band. You're so close. Also, I did not intend for the meta arc of this campaign to be this band, but mm-hmm. I, it seems like it is. I think where I'm expecting the story to go at this point is that the beast is basically fluffy in <laughs> Harry Potter and all we had to do was be a successful was band. Music. Oh, that's, that's it. Great. That's all it was. Aww, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, but yeah. Uh, (laughs) Great. All right, this band, I mean, and oh, you know what we should do? And this will not penalize you all if it goes poorly, but Sniv definitely feels a little left out and wants to join. He's been practicing. He should join. Did he find his, um, what was it? (laughs) Yeah, we we found the harmonica harmonica on the the deck, right? Yeah, it was like right in front of his face. I think he maybe, uh, uh, I think the harmonica got damaged when he (laughs) lost it uh, because he rolled a five. Uh, oh my no. He he stops pretty quickly when he realizes that you two that you two that you four are obviously a well-oiled <laughs> machine and uh he's uh not. So he Aww. cuts he's out. Been, he's he's self-taught. That's right. He you know, he enjoys it. He gets a concert. He claps along. Arr, arr. He learned a day and a half ago like be kind to yourself, Snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, hey, I love it. One more. Well, that was fun. We should make some plans. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. So after getting settled, maybe cleaning up a bit, maybe we're cleaning as we discuss, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we got to find some, we got to go gather our friends. I think that's priority. Should we discuss each island and our priorities on each island? I like that. Sure, that makes sense. Bria, which one should we discuss first? Well, we might as well just start with the northern, since that's where we just were. We feel pretty good about leaving it as is. Yeah, the state of the... I can sort of give you uh, what you all would know of the state of each island in this moment, right? So in terms of the northern island, it is starting to thaw and warm back up. The evil, the oppressive evil influence from Cania has cleared up. Uh, the Arcanium and the Earthmote are back in the ground where they're supposed to be. There are definitely, uh, you know, fewer people around. Many were captured, many fled, and probably uh, succumbed to the elements. Uh, but they will eventually manage to to get out and start to rebuild. There are a lot of of devils still running around the Northern Island. Um, most of them are, uh, you know, as far as you all could tell, they're leaderless at this point, uh, which is not great for them. And they've mostly sort of scattered to the winds, but they are obviously still here on this island. I think that is basically it. I think the node is deactivated. The keys are here, there, and yon. You have uh, two of the keys from here, uh, but the third is still sort of at large. And that's the state of the Northern Island. Do we, if we, so can I ask Flick if, based on his knowledge of the devils from Kania, do we think that it's okay to leave 
them here rather than go trying to extinguish all of them before we go anywhere else. Well, depending on how many there are and how large some of the sort of um, greater devils are. I don't know how... We didn't see many of those, I think. I mean, the smaller devils are fine, I guess, but... Yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly right. Y- you know, it is uh, it is not immediate an immediate problem. Uh, it is it is probably a problem, but but not a huge one and not an immediate one. Um, you know, you know how very hierarchical devils are, Flick. Uh, and so, you know, with Semyazagon, with the portal to Kania where Abydos was uh, gone, they're going to be very much uh, sort of headless snake for a, for a while. Uh, so you're, you're probably okay at this point. And even then, you know, there are likely capable people who can take care of a devil or two if they run across them. That's what I was going to say. We did touch base with our friends like Brooke and those folks. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we would have given them a heads up and they would have relayed to other folks that they know and they come across once they feel safe enough, once everything is kind of thawed to kind of venture out and find each other again and try and establish some sort of civilization or at least, you know, something that resembles uh, something that they used to have. I don't think we need to venture out and go on, like, a, a devil assassination raid. I don't think that's what we need to do right now. At least that's my opinion. Right. I mean, as, as long as we just, like, give them a heads up, like, hey, you guys might want to stay in groups for the time being in case you come upon any devils or anything. Right. And, like, just go for the eyeballs. Go for the eyes, boo! In reference to Karin's previous concerns, if if this portal were closed and Abydos were here, we probably would have known, right? There also was like a moment where when those guys were flying through the portal, they said, you can talk to the other boss and they pointed behind them. So I'm just going to use that and say that it wasn't just you saying that, that like he's just not here, right? We can go with that. I mean, yes, all of that makes sense. And, you know, it feels like if Abydos, a sort of top tier, I mean, a step below Archdevils, but just, if he were here, y'all would know about it. Okay, shall we move on to the Eastern Island? Yeah, clockwise. Okay, state of the Eastern Island. The when you last left, uh, the evil taint <laughs> had started to recede <laughs> from the uh, from the wildlife on the Eastern Island. Uh, the node had been deactivated by the Lich, who sometime after you all left uh, had recorporated into his body. Uh, he blew up trying to deactivate the node, sort of like Mirko. Uh, Fiona is also there, assisting the recorporated Lich in guarding that node, although... Sure she is. <laughs> I'm just telling you all what the state of it was when you left. Um, the Enclave down below was open to listening to arguments about becoming involved in this, but requested that you all find evidence and proof that the cults were not a threat to them anymore should they decide to leave their isolation. And up on the surface, things are very slowly beginning to rebuild, but things were much worse in the east. They had been bad for much longer uh, than the northern islands, so it will take them a bit longer. The node is deactivated, and uh, those keys, I screwed it up. I screwed it up, and I do this every time, and I should have opened everyone's favorite document, the key tracker, because I messed it up. So, yeah, let me re-say what everything is. So, in the north, you have 
one of the keys, which belongs to Kit now, the abjuration key, and the other two keys are unaccounted for. From the eastern island, you all have possession of one of the keys, the transmutation key. Fiona and the Lich have possession of the necromancy key, and the other sister, wherever she may be, has possession of the earth key from the east. Well, this we'll get to this, but the Algorp has all three of the other keys from the southern island, correct? From the southern island, yes. Great. So, do we care about collecting any keys from the Northern Island? We have not discussed this at all. We don't know where any of them are. I I mean, I assume that they are connected to the node. I assume they're probably still in the Arcanium, because the Arcanium's open. Yeah. Eh, not the biggest of deals. I mean, that's the thing. Do we want to go in and potentially fight some devils and then get the keys and then get out of Dodge? We left Robert there, correct? You did. Yes, they were able to uh, sort of, you know, hide in the node chamber, which was largely abandoned, and also in the tunnels beneath now that the node had come back down. Could we have assigned Robert to collect those keys, since that's something that previously we knew that the Roberts, like, knew where all the keys were located and all of that? Uh, They certainly can. Uh, When last you left them, you know, last night or earlier today or whatever our time frame is, there were still devils in the Arcanium, so I I don't, I think they're going to wait, but Mm -hmm. as soon as they feel like they are safe to do so, yeah, they can collect and safeguard those keys. If you all want possession of them, you will either have to clear out the devils yourself or just wait a while. Okay. Or, you know, you could come back and pick them up later from Robert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with this new spell, we can travel very easily, which is nice. So, sorry, I sort of derailed everything talking about the keys, but we are on the eastern island. Uh, what needs to happen in the east? In order to deal with the east, we have to first visit the Alglorp to bring proof back to the Enclave. That's what I was going to say. That's where, that's how we convince the magic users there to come help us defeat the beast. Mm-hmm. So we can't go to the east before going to the south. Correct. I also think having a discussion with the Algorp about what the overall plan is, since the Algorp had their own plan about everything, yeah. having a discussion about their plan and com- helping that to instruct our plan, because I think that they're they've been thinking about this for a very, very long time, so. They've got a couple years on us, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Quickly about the East, though, as well. I think that, I think that the Enclave is important for us, but I also think we do have to go talk to Fiona and the Lich, because we know that they are both super powerful, and if we can convince them to come help our fight, I think that would be a real boon. It would indeed be a boon. So, Southern, then? I think so. Are we good for the East? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Southern Island, you all left in a state of uh, fair prosperity, really. Um, The node is active. Uh, The keys are all accounted for, mostly in the possession of the, or entirely in the possession of the Alglorp. In terms of allies here, the Alglorp has offered to provide you with a bunch of Glorp people that have been installed with delayed blast fireballs to use as human bombs, I guess, or humanoid bombs. Glorp bombs. Glorp bombs. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and is there anything else I'm missing about the state of the South? I think that's it. Is Mirko still trapped? Has he escaped again? <laughs> Good point. As, at least as far as you know, Mirko is in fact still uh, still trapped in the Glorp tubes underneath the Arcanium in the South. I think the main, besides obviously what we've already discussed, re our conversation with all Glorp, I think we also need to begin discussion discussions revolving around transportation like how we're going to get our entire (laughs) army over to the central island, Um, whether that be like fleets of ships or like, because Kit, you've never touched the central island. So obviously that's, we can't like make a tree arch 
way doorway thing. I don't exactly know how that spell works, but I'm very <laughs> interested to know how it does when it happens. Um, but that's I think that's my main question slash maybe there's something I don't know if there's anything that the Algorp can help us with there. I have a question for you actually. What is the range on Dimension Door? Five hundred feet. Not that large. But we could get within range and kind of transport people, or at least transport a couple people on. I know that's a a leveled spell, so it's not necessarily something you want to do all take all of your spell slots for. How many people can go through Kit's door that she makes? It's it says in one round, so so as many people as can go in six seconds. in six seconds. Yeah, <laughs> so all of them basically. I mean, kind of. I think if you wanted to transport an army, you would need to cast it several times. My thought was jumping off of right if this Dierez, which is if we can get just Kit on the island mm-hmm. and she can touch a plant oh. there, then then, we can then suddenly we have yeah. that option of getting everyone there through that. Mm-hmm. Also, I only have one sixth level spell slot, so I can only cast the spell once a day. Oh. So it's important for us to keep in mind that it's like basically we've got a one-way ticket for one day it's we got at least an overnight mm-hmm. stay wherever we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. gotcha. Also, one of the only things that we know, one of the things we do know is that it's surrounded by like storms, like natural disasters. Things are happening over there. That's literally the only thing that we happen to know about it because that's what we saw on the way over to the Eastern Island, maybe, when we were sailing on the ship. I think over to the Eastern Island and then also to the Southern Island and probably here to the Northern Island from underwater. <laughs> I would love to have a conversation with the Algorb about the potential of transportation. I think that's a big part of the conversation of the plan. Yeah, they might have sure. some. Sure, yeah. That's a big thing. Because don't they still have those portals that used to connect the Enclave that were deactivated? Are they... Did we have a conversation about that? I can't remember. But it was, like, very risky. It was like, maybe you'll take a portal and we won't know where you'll come out. Yeah, there were there were a lot of inherent risks in that. And where were you trying to take these to? What, why, why are we asking about this? Remind me. Well, I didn't know if there was anything over to the Central Island. Yeah, for what it is worth, you could have this conversation with Octavia or whoever, and they would tell you, like... The Central Island has been, I hate to use this word in this, the year of our Lord 2021, but the Central Island has been quarantined, basically, (laughs) for so long that most people in the world sort of don't even acknowledge that it exists, let alone, like, have connections to it, have the knowledge to teleport to it, or have portals to it. It really is just sort of something that you, like, filter out of your thoughts because nobody goes there ever. Would someone like Octavia or the Lich have enough power to create portals? It's possible. It, uh, it is not the same problem as with Kit and Transport via Plants, but having never been there, there is a chance of sort of uh, missing as it were. You might miss by a mile, or you might miss by 30, uh, which could put you in the water. Here's my Featherfall token. Right, yeah, well, there's that. (laughs) I was just going to say, it sounds like we've got lots of transportation questions. We're hoping Mm -hmm. the Alglorp can help us with it. But also, it doesn't sound like this is our most, like, pressing issue to solve. Fair. And also, if we remember... Way back on TLR, our Cobalt friends were talking about building a fleet of ships. So there it is. I wonder if we should transition there. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. Now I'm not 
casting aspersions on anyone who usually skips this midro, but I am going to talk about episode release schedule for the next month or so at the end of this midro. So, so maybe don't skip it this week. I'm just saying. Anyway, first of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be supreme if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We want to read more of those five-star reviews, and that means you gotta leave them, so go do that. We also want to remind everyone about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and more. Of course, you're also supporting multiple other content creators through our Patreon at Forward program, and you can get more information about that program on our Patreon page. Now, I know last week I realized my mistake and uh, thanked our our whole cadre of council members during this segment, because I missed at the end of November. And unfortunately, as you'll find out at the end of this mid-show, this is probably our last canon episode for December. So we're going to thank everybody all over again. We're going to start, as usual, with our Heralds of Denier and thank them. Thank you to Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, Ark, and Casual Pops. Of course, thank you to our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, to our Shimmer Scale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliyahu of Merck Grove, Lisa, Diane, Mercado, Etheridge, and Harmony Bat. And once again this week to our Shimmer Skill Council members, Nat Rose, Tony A. Ellis, Lucas Hokum, Steffi Bernard, River Daniel, Stephen Mosley, Verpio, Kin, Sam Ellis, Rob Murphy, Kelsey G., Jay Sprigg, Gordon Ross, Sam Rodman, Jabari Bunch, Tanya C. DePass, Adam Mando Wookie, Avari Roman, Shane, Sophia, and Lavender Kazi. Whew! Now, if you want to get on that list starting in January, head on over to patreon.com slash DND Last Refuge and become a patron today. All right, this is going to be a long one, so we're going to shortcut the Idol Champions thing. There are characters from all over the place, including Rivals of Waterdeep, which is a show that I'm on, so you should definitely play Idol Champions. Follow them at, at Idol Champions on Twitter and go get the game. Doesn't matter what system, what console, what computer, you could play it. Go get it. They even have mobile. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Fancy a little more last refuge in your life? Dream of waking up to a cup of glorp and a relaxing puzzle sesh with Flick? Or maybe you just want to rep your favorite podcast during your morning run with a TLR t-shirt and water bottle? Well, your dreams can be a reality if you go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store, all lowercase, right now. Our merch store is fully stocked with all sorts of TLR goodness, and we're always on the lookout for ideas for new products. Visit the store, pick something out, and be sure to take lots of pictures and tag us on social media 
media. All right, next up, a brief reminder that tonight, Wednesday, December 8th, is episode three of Fimble Winter, a four-week mini-campaign featuring Alex, Lydia, Robert, and myself, partnering with Cobalt Press and a new virtual tabletop called One More Multiverse. Now, this week's episode, just so you all know, uh, is a pre-recorded episode. Our DM is currently on the road, so we recorded this a couple of days ago, but some of us will still be popping by and hanging out in chat to say hey. The show goes live at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash Press and runs for about two hours. There'll be a link to that channel in the episode notes. See you tonight. Hey, now, speaking of traveling, we're going to be at PAX Unplugged this weekend. Robert, Alex, and myself will be in Philadelphia Friday through Sunday for the convention. I'm booked for a couple of panels, and I'm going to be co-DMing the finale of Season 11 of Rivals of Waterdeep live in the main theater on Friday night at 8 p.m. So if you're going to be at PAX Unplugged 2 this weekend, we would love to say hi. I would love to see you at the show on Friday night. Uh, So, you know, give us a heads up. And finally, as promised, a few words about what's coming up for TLR. This episode, if you can't tell, is the closer for Season 8. After this week, we're going to be on a little hiatus for the remainder of December. And hopefully, we'll be back at you with new episodes, starting with Season 9, no later than Wednesday, January 12th. Now, depending on all of our holiday schedules, we may be able to release some bonus content during the hiatus. So don't unsubscribe from the feed or anything like that for the month, just in case. We hate to leave you all for this long without new episodes. We've tried to be really consistent. We've fallen down a few times, but this is the longest chunk, I think, that we've ever gone on a hiatus. But we've made it, I think, pretty clear that right now we're at the denouement, the ending stages of the campaign, and we want to make sure that we do this right, that we finish up this story right. So that means allowing ample time for prep, for recording and editing before we can hit the ground really running for you all with season nine. So thank you for understanding. We will for sure see you as soon as possible, which will be absolutely no later than January 12th. Okay, that's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism where, when, and however you can. Happy holidays. We apologize that we missed this last week, but a very, very happy belated Hanukkah to those who celebrate. A happy new year if we don't have a chance to speak to you all before then. And as always... Happy gaming, y'all. Well, let's talk about the state of the Western Island, shall we? Uh, The Western Island, also known as The Last Refuge, also known as... DLR is sort of doing okay. The node is deactivated. Uh, the Shimmerscale tribe has decided, the Shimmerscale tribe of Kobolds tr- uh, has decided since since Sniv left, and I assume you all have at least reported back that he's not dead, they have begun to move forward with plans to not be much like the Eastern Island, quite so isolationist, to go off and hopefully explore other islands, maybe reclaim some of the fabled Kobold glory from the past. Uh, the orcs are have, last you heard, were sort of setting about rebuilding their society after you um, murdered the shit out of their shaman. To be fair, she murdered herself. Yeah, that well, just... helped her do it. So uh, they are rebuilding. Who the hell knows what's going on in the ashes of Silfson? But the Guardians uh, have become a much stronger presence 
Bria, you trained with them for a while and learned from them for a while and helped them to sort of organize and bring in more recruits, not only from among the orcs and the Onti, but also from the kobolds. Uh, all three of these keys are accounted for and held by the party, uh, though not all of them are attuned to by the party. Uh, and as I said, the node is deactivated. But they all are. We all are. Uh, all of the keys are attuned to by this party. Sorry, that's like such an unimportant detail, but it's what my brain got caught up on. <laughs> well, I suppose this is as good a time as any, as you all are having this conversation, for Bizdira to notice that she's no longer attuned to the spellbinder. <laughs> yeah. Care to explain, Biz? I can't feel it in a very meta way when we were finding um, magical items down under the sea, when Bizdira decided to attune to the Boots of Speed she had to give up something else that she was attuned to. Hilariously, I don't think she realizes it until this moment, because Uh you all also have never asked, I don't think she has ever been called upon to, like, ping for keys, because someone else always does it. Someone else has always done it. I think she only just now realizes. She's just kind of curious, so she tries to ping to see if she can see where the the earth key and the sister might be, and it's just like, (laughs) shakes it up by her ear, and is like, I don't think this works anymore. Hits it on a table. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's not working for me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. And I think with a 15 Arcana check, she can know, oh, I'm already attuned to my cloak, my ring, and my boots, and I can't be attuned to this as well. Uh Now, I will say, since we're doing a little bit of meta here, uh, because we are, you know, making plans for the future, it's... Fine. Uh, the the mass the yearly spell is not going to recharge for a while yet, uh, and and you know Bizdira was not really uh, making extensive use of the various enchantment charm and and um, negotiative properties of the key anyway. So nope. Uh, so all right. So TLR, what is the plan here? What are the needs? What's the? Let's talk about it. The needs. Talk to the kobolds, talk to the guardians, try to talk to the UNT and the orcs. That's those are obviously the challenges. That's that's where I look. Even Kit's face right now is like <laughs> think maybe we send guardians to talk to these groups ah! in our stead, since um as DM pointed out, that we we murdered the heads of both of those factions. We could go with the, the guardians. three of us. We're in big trouble with those UNT. I don't know if they want to see us. We're persona non grata with all of them. Bria could go to Silfson, but none of the rest of you probably should. I don't think Bazira wants to at all. She's like, I'll I'll stick back with the guardians and and do some training. Yeah, totally. Listen, I am not pro going talking to the UNT, but also we know they they respect magic users and we are way more powerful now than we were back then. That is fair. They probably need a new leader. It's not even that they respect magic users, it's literally that they respect the owners of multiple magic items, which you all now are very high on that <laughs> scale for, so That's true. That's true. <laughs> Anything else regarding I mean, we don't necessarily need access to the Arcanium unless we want to touch base with Robert, which I don't think we do now because we've already, we we don't have the unless other Robert Unless there's a way to link the Roberts, like to get them, the Northern Island Robert and TLR Robert to start communicating again. Which they can, correct? We've confirmed. I think there has been evidence that that is a thing they can do, yeah. I think that might be important to at least talk to them to get them to link up. So that's a, that's okay. So we do want to go there. I think now, 
at least in my brain, figuring out like order of operations. Obviously, we need to go to the southern island before we go to the eastern island in regards to the enclave. But my question is now, do we go to the western before we go to the southern? Just on a practical note, we are at the northern island if we know we have to go to the south before we go to the east. In terms of travel, it makes sense for us to start with the west, then head to the south, then go to the east. There's also the fact that it kind of sounds like we have the most to do in the western island anyways. So maybe we want to start there and like really get the ball rolling. Um, It's been a long time since we've been there. Yeah. Yeah, they won't even recognize us. We're so (laughs) (laughs) battle-hardened. It's been half the life of this show since you all were there. There are bags under our eyes. Battle scars. I have a broom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it sounds like a counterclockwise tour of the realms. Well, I should also probably tell you all that whatever you decide, the next time you take long rest, you will be able to level to 12. You killed Samyaza and a dragon. I think you get a level. (laughs) I think we should get two for that. One for each. (gasps) Probably should, and you're not going to. Oh no! Come on, rule of cool. You'll just you'll get you'll get thirteenth sooner than I would like for it. How's that? Okay, because I will also say like if we were really talking about XP leveling, I actually don't know that that would be enough. (laughs) That's that's true. All right, and how are so east? Sorry, Western Island TLR is the next stop. It sounds like yes. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Getting confirmation. All right. And are we, uh, how are we getting there? We have two options. <laughs> it sounds like. <laughs> I would like to follow Kit. Uh-huh. I was going to say, I think some of you might have uh, preferences uh, among those options, but but yeah. So the options are Kit Spell and, and obviously the submarine. What happened to our boat and our flying boat? They're the same. They're the same. They are the same, and I believe they were left in the south because you all were given the submarine to to, to take from right. the south to the north. Okay. So, so that flying boat that. is still down there. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So we've got two ships in our fleet <laughs> to transport <laughs> everyone to the central. It's going to be great. Well, hopefully you are correct. And the the kobolds in the west have been have been shipbuilding. Well, I mean, I suppose as you are all planning this, does anyone immediate like initially assume that you are not walking through a tree onto the western island? I'm walking through a tree. I feel <laughs> well, I think like we have Sniv we're... to worry about as well. We don't necessarily want to leave the sub up here. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. Sniv is like, I arr, I can't leave that. I feel like the Alglorp would be kind of pissed. So I uh, I have to take her back. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Kit, could could she, any sort of int- uh, uh, gestures towards the sub at large, do you think she could fit through your tree? <laughs> um, I... No. Just say yes. <laughs> oh, Absolutely not. <laughs> Listen, I would love to see you try, Sniv, but I just don't think it would happen. <laughs> I didn't think so, but could have been fun. Uh, yeah, so I, I definitely will have to uh, to sailor back south. And, uh, you know, I uh, I don't want to be a wrench in your plans, but, um, well, a Hydra tried to fuck us on the way north. <laughs> oh I just don't so really fast. know. So crass, Nim. Uh, he's a pirate. Of course he's crass. He's a cold pirate. Who never so, sailed before we met him? So he's learned the ways of being a pirate. He hadn't even seen the ocean. Yeah. He had never said that was his first voyage. He hadn't even seen the sun. <laughs> it was it was his 
explanation for wanting to be a cursy little fucker. That's what it is. He's like, I'll just be a pirate so I can say fucker, whatever I want. Right, 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 right. But, um, but has Sniff actually ever cursed before on no, this show? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> so I think it's very shocking. It's yeah. so alarming. We're a bad influence. <laughs> Or maybe, maybe it's the evil of Canyon. No, come on, <laughs> poor Sniv. I do feel like maybe the evil of Canyon taught Sniv a few curse words. <laughs> that's fine. I think that's funny. Um, so yeah, Sniv is basically like, I have to sail this thing south. I, I'm, I don't want to be a pain in the butt, but like, I'm a little nervous about sailing it on my own. Which, I mean, that's I think fair. that's incredibly fair. But then, who goes with him? Is the real question. I think Sniv very conspicuously doesn't look at anyone uh, because he doesn't want to risk offending. Shuffling by, his toes. By seeming to have preference, yeah. <laughs> he's he's very much, though, looking away from me. That's pretty clear. We are not making eye contact with each other. <laughs> For sure. But, but he also sort of seems to be avoiding everyone's gaze so that it doesn't look like he's, you know, picking any volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we all like kind of side-eyed. Oh, poor I have to be really careful when I'm editing this episode to not cut out. There are several places where the silence the, is the really key. To be, there. Um, to be I, fair, this isn't about Sniv and our love yes, for Sniv. No. This is about my hatred of being on any form of transportation. I also think... <laughs> right. You're not even narrowing it to water transportation. You're just like, if no. it moves, I'm not on I hated it when it was flying. I hated the whole thing. I hate the whole You've thing. You've been on a broom for a long time, yeah. though. That's yeah, true. It's true, but we're okay with the broom? Is that what I'm hearing? Or have you just been, like, dry heaving every time you get on the broom? No, I think I... I have been on the broom enough times, and Flick is a good enough driver... Um, except for the couple of times that I have fallen off um, because of his driving. That's not, m- no, not my fault. The dragon knocked you off of the broom. Mm, I'm pretty sure I fell down a mountain because of you. You did fall down a mountain because of him, but the dragon <laughs> was at fault for the other one. <laughs> okay, I do fully take responsibility for that one because that's what a mature flick would do. Although I will I will fully take the compliment of you saying that I'm a good driver. You also have more control on the broom. You know what I mean? It's like driving a car. Like, I'm fine with driving a car, but I don't want to get into an airplane. Personally, as someone who has spent a lot of time on a very large cruise ship, I never really got seasick. But as some, like, I could imagine what it would look like as the ship, like, when the ship would get really rocky... You can sort of imagine what is happening, like, outside of the ship and, like, how the ship itself is moving and, like, tur- tossing and turning. I, sh- I, she's turning green. We have to I, stop. Yes. <laughs> I'm nodding politely. My point is the broom is smaller. <laughs> we got to figure out who, if anyone, is going with Sniv. So I guess my first question is, is someone going to go with Sniv or are we ignoring his concerns? I feel like it is cruel to ignore his concerns. Poor Sniv doesn't really seem, I don't know that, I don't say this to him, maybe I say this in Celestial. Yep, yep, say, yep, 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 yep. I don't think Sniv could defend himself very well. Nope, 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 nope. And I would like <laughs> There needs to be someone to shoot off the The missiles. Downstairs. Oh, the, yeah. the um, torpedoes, yeah. Yeah. Also, he has risked his life a lot for us. 
He's been mm-hmm. going all over the place, so... Brea, you're arguing awful hard in favor of this plan that might involve you. <laughs> it's, no, I've already... I was the first person to say no. It's that's it's like calling shotgun. Right. I called shotgun for the plant. Okay, so if anyone gets shotgun for the plant portal, it's Kit, because she has to yeah. be wherever <laughs> everyone else is to cast it in the future. <laughs> so I think if anyone gets a free pass... I think it's Kit, and that's the only person. I mean, we can we can certainly we could we could have a trial. We could debate about this to see who. Goes. I've already got my my presentation all drawn up. I've been doing this the whole time we've been talking. Let's just draw straws. Uh, so so Bria pulls out the easel that is full of talking points. Bizdira, on the other hand, has a fistful of sticks of varying lengths, <laughs> and is like, like no, or this. This is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, painless, easy. And no arguing with the Bria. Oh no, I don't know if I. I, I don't know if I, I like just, this very much. It seems like the fairest way for us to do this. That way, nobody has to be the judge of anybody's arguments. Yes, we're not, you know, weighing each other's skills against one another. It's just whatever the sticks decide. And it's this, or we all go with Sniff. That's that's what it's going to come down to. That's true. But everything is going to take so much longer. Also true. At least we can meet back up with Sniv on the southern island after dealing with all the stuff on the western, on our island, and then we get everything done. So, sticks. Are we sticks? I think so. I suppose. I don't like it, but I suppose. This is just the way to get everyone to get me to go. (laughs) All right. I think we will roll percentile for the stick drawing. Kit, it's up to you. I mean, there is definitely an argument for you not going on the sub, but if you want to draw a stick, I guess that's okay. I mean, for the sake of fairness, I'm happy to draw one. I guess I'm just thinking then the sub needs to go to needs to go to TLR so i don't know if that's a good idea yeah. uh, that was my next question is that it's going to the western island anyway right is it oh i thought it was just going to to the south yeah that's what that was my thought process okay uh okay so kit you don't have to roll yours it sounds like sounds like the rest of the group is okay with that <laughs> thank god cuz we know how that usually goes <laughs> do i want to roll high or low here i am absolutely not telling you i'll write it down so that i can show you a piece of paper so that you know i didn't change it at the last minute fine okay yeah i need i need proof okay uh let's roll them beautiful percentile dice flick what'd you get a 47 Okay, right in the middle of the pack. Odds are good for you. Uh, Bria, what'd you get? A one? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> so you rolled like double zeros and then a one? Yeah. Okay, well, hey, we don't know if it's high or low yet. Bizdira, what'd you get? I got a three. Oh. Oh. What? Okay, so hilariously, there is every possibility that Flick is going on the sub. I shall now reveal <laughs> what my writing says. It's the middle number, right? Bria, that's oh, you, babe. Low was no. the short straw or short stick. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sniv is trying so hard not to react to this result. I think Flick is also doing the same. Bria's not trying. I think Bria just like <laughs> fell to the floor and is dry heaving already. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like Aww. trying to show, I'm frantically trying to show my PowerPoint presentation about how Bizdira would rather be a missile. Um, oh. I am taught one of my slides of my PowerPoint presentation was how the spoons and the harmonica aren't the ideal match 
for um, what should be played on the ship by itself. As the resident bard, I have an argument against that, so. (laughs) But it's too late. Oh, poor Bria. Okay, so so Bria, you are uh, (laughs) traveling with Sniv south on the submarine. Uh, the rest of you will be heading west to the Western Island to TLR. And th- so is the plan then to meet up with Bria and Sniv in the south? Or are they coming to you? Or or are you going to find a way to communicate uh, in between and figure it out later? I feel like my, my thought process is, is that we go to TLR, TLR and by the time we have everything that we want from there, we can go to the Southern Island and meet them on the Southern Island. Okay. I mean, that makes sense because you all said you all needed to talk to the Oglarp anyway. Yeah, Bria, what? Should I take the Sending Stone? Does Octavia have communication with TLR? Like, could I, could we like play mm-hmm. a game of... Mm-hmm. So Octavia can cast Sending on her own. So she can be your sort of communications relay station. She can talk to any of you all at any time. You all just have this sending stone that connects specifically to her. So whoever has that stone can initiate the conversation, but Octavia can then connect whoever you all want. And there are probably also other casters in the world that know sending, so. I feel like I'm going to be in more danger than you guys are. Yeah, I was going to say, I think if it's just you and Sniv, you should probably take the sending stone. But also, I have this brand on my arm. Maybe I shouldn't go. Oh, but we already oh, dealt with that. <laughs> no, we... You can't pull the cults out, because we already know that the cults are bullshit, so... That is true. I can't wait to say that to Octavia. The the cults are bullshit. <laughs> the cults are all nonsense. Uh, that is the last stop on your little... Although I guess you could tell Octavia whenever you want. But all right, so <laughs> the hilarious plan has been set. Should we have a little goodbye moment before we uh, before we wrap season eight? As Kit, uh, you know, makes a door in a tree and Sniv sinks the sub. In fact, that is the scene I will set up. The four, the five of, no, the four of you, Sniv is getting the sub ready, are on the, on the shore, uh, near where the sub is. Uh, Kit, you've picked out a nice, big, juicy, tr- gross, tree for <laughs> transport via plants. Flick and Bizdira, you're ready to race through the portal when it opens, because you've only got six seconds, which when you say that, sort of in character, is a really weird amount of time to have. <laughs> uh, and Bria is throwing a, a tantrum on the ground or something. I don't really know. Hit your fist. I don't want to go on the ship. <laughs> I'm, um, this is a very specific visual that a lot of people will understand, and I find myself standing like this often. You've got your sweater, and you've wrapped it around you like the grandma in Mrs. Doubtfire when he's taking the kids away and she just has this very specific like grumpy face and her sweater's wrapped around her. Everyone go look for it. You'll know it. And next time you're wearing a sweater, you'll notice it in yourself. (laughs) a very specific (laughs) reference that I fully appreciate (laughs) it. Yep. So that's the scene we have set. Bizdir is just going to go up to her, put her hands on her shoulders and pull her in, lick her face, and say, we'll see you soon. I would like to um, roll to not be licked because I knew it was coming. <laughs> I'll call it a deck save in this case. Excellent. Do I have to roll two? I crit. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Bizdia uh, <laughs> grabs you and you immediately just like curl up in a ball and drop out of her grip and she air kisses above you. Air licks above me. Air licks above you, excuse me. Fine then. I will give her a hug and a little kiss on her cheek. I feel like this is Dorothy saying goodbye to the three friends. 
Oh, <laughs> and um, you, yeah. you were my favorite. My favorite. <laughs> I'll miss you most of all. I think Flick, knowing that she's about to embark on a journey that she does not want to go on, would you like one more spin on the broom? Because just to just to keep that sense memory about you, because I know that you prefer the broom over the ship. No? Okay, great. Love you, see you soon. Okay, love you, see you soon. And I want to play you a little ditty, too. Can May I? I was going to say, as you guys are walking through the tree, I wish I had a better instrument because I, I wanted to play the Titanic theme song. So I'll try to play it on my spoons as you leave. Before we leave, I would like to say that, you know, Kit is an herbalist, and I think she probably whipped up a little, uh, you know, who knows how effective it's going to be, but a little nausea remedy for Bria as she goes um, on her journey. And I'm going to give Kit a really big hug, and I'll say, I'll miss you most of all. 1,000%. 1,000%. I love it. There it is. And Kit wipes a little tear away from her eye. (laughs) Well, with that, Kit, what does transport via plants actually look like when you cast it on this great tree? You almost said juicy again, didn't you? Did. did. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's not dissimilar to the way that it looks uh, when casting stone shape. Like, I kind of put my hands on the tree and I start, like, almost shaping a doorway into the tree. Only it's, like, yeah, infused with, like, the magic from my hands or whatever. And, like, slowly a doorway takes shape in this tree. And through the doorway we can see our home island, TLR. Where are you putting the destination tree? Is it near the tunnels? Is it near the Arcanium? Is it in the middle of Silpson? <laughs> <laughs> there was a tree right above the entrance to the tunnels. Wow, seven seasons later, you are remembering correctly. I'm going to take us right back home. Yeah, so this sort of really beautiful uh, magic opens up this portal and you all see the hidden entrance to the Shimmerscale Tunnels. You can see on the tree next to this one the little fake branch that is used to lift up the stone and reveal the entrance. And the three of you can step through. Bria, do you stay to watch them step through or do you not? I definitely stay. They stayed for me when I was, uh, no, I stayed with the Guardians. And I walked away last time, so I'm not going to walk away this time. I'm going to stay this time. Okay, so you stay as they walk away from you. uh, And once Kit passes through after the other two, the door just sort of zips back up and you are left there on the island on your own to head south with Sniv, who pops his head up from the submarine and says, Arr! Are you ready, Bria? And that's when our Bria and Sniv theme music starts to play. (laughs) (laughs) And we see Sniv pop up from the from the submarine and say, Are ready for adventure? Okay. And that's where we're going to leave it for this season of The Last Refuge. Ah. 
<laughs> Whoa. Okay, so before we go into our regularly scheduled outro, uh, there are a few things that I want to say. Uh, the first one is that we are going to be taking a brief end-of-year interseason hiatus. Uh, scheduling is kind of a bear this time of year, as uh, should come as no surprise to pretty much anyone. Uh, and we want to make sure that this denouement of our campaign, um, which is going to be either Season 9 or, or possibly Seasons 9 and 10, but we're we're heading that way. Uh, we want to make sure it's it's well planned and ready to go, and that we can all not stress out about recording. So we're going to have a bit of a hiatus. We will be back with you sometime in January for the next episode. I know this is the longest hiatus we've ever taken on this show, and I do apologize, but we want to make sure that the ending is done right, and we need some time for that to happen. So, uh, we will hopefully be able to to dribble out a few little very small bonus things um, between now and then uh, if we get a chance to do that, but Season 9 will begin on January... So we will see you back then... Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen in January to see how miserable Bria is. <laughs> <laughs> you can reach out to the TLR team by giving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at @dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. And if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we'll be attending, which does include PAX Unplugged in two days, uh, from when this is dropping and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D you can go to our website www.dndlastrefuge.com as always I want to thank Robert Hopf my story consultant for this campaign and of course all of you for listening I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands and with me I have Pizdira Kit Bria and Flick happy gaming y'all Uh, here we go. Hello. Arr. I am Snoop. <laughs> I am Snoop. Oh my god. Oh. The hello I didn't understand and then the R. Just a very quiet hello. Hello. Was, hello was my reflex of when we usually start this after the intro. <laughs> like, hey guys. What's up? And I usually just say hello now because I never said anything before. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just a reflex now. Personally, as someone who has spent a lot of time on a very large cruise ship, the thing that freaks me out the most about trans the something that's trans something that's so large that moves is that I can imagine what it is like, and so I have I don't know if that's Bria's issue. Like what? I'm not explaining this very well. (laughs) 